Vitinho. Vamos seguindo. Olha o som. Olha o And you know, it's one of those things we have to do on a daily basis. My dad-in-law said to me one time, I asked him a question, I said, I just want to know what you say. He said, I went to the office 36 years ago. And I got baptized. But he could ask us to say that. I said, how many times have you been in church since then? And he threw my up and started using some bit bad language. He said, I grew up in Washington. Two years before he died, he called me and wanted me to come to his house. And I went over and went over there. And over there, when he, he said, I watched you last night. Um, is it real what you were saying? That there's a change come to your life? Like you get a pop up, there's a change that makes you a different man, a totally different person. And he asked me questions, and I answered them, and I didn't pressure. Just answered his questions. Talked with him a while and come home. But the next night that I was on, next Sunday I was on the TV station, he called me that evening. And I got home, and he said, come over, I'm going to talk to you. And I went back, and he had questions. This went on for five Sundays. On the sixth Sunday, I went to his house. Went in. He said, uh, I've got one question. What about that? Did you get saved? We all called him. I called his papa. I got the kids to it. I said, Papa, you just have to ask Jesus to be serious about it. Sincere in your heart that you want to go to heaven. Believe him that he died for your sins and ask him to come into your life and be the Lord in your life to give you your sins and he'll reject that. My dad is awesome. That time till he died, you see, up to then, he didn't have anything to do with me at all. But from then till he died, I the only one to do anything for him. He only called on me, one of the cops, and I always will. But thanks be to God that he's on his last day. Ain't no doubt in my mind what he went through. You see, when Jesus said, Render, Come on home. He took that last breath for all of and all night. And there's so many of us that have done that. But how many of us love once today that we prayed so hard for 
as we see them lead this walk of life on faith. Death, we keep him different like he's like his family, his dog, hope. My wife's best friend lost a song out right there at that bridge one Sunday morning while we were having church here. We heard the racket. And they hit that bridge. And they were oh. a three before us. But they had up down there as a bear come through the windshield in that bridge. Eighteen years old. Lost his life. How many of us here today have got loved ones that we know the other side of the back that they don't know Jesus? We prayed for them and we prayed for them. I want to tell you something this morning before saying this song. Do you remember almost four years ago when our president? declared Jerusalem as being the capital. Do you, do you remember that? Did you know that's the beginning of the fulfilling of the time that Jesus is coming back? He said before the end of time that it would be declared that it belongs to his people. It's been declared, church. We're going to have to do more than pray. We're going to have to get out here a little bag and, and plead to get them to come to the house of the Lord or to accept Jesus wherever they're at. And that will change them that they'll come to God's house. we got so many this morning that it's not here that's sick in their body. Do you think this pandemic is over? Do you think it's going to end when they find a, a cure for that? Or do, maybe they're not going to find one period? God said there'd be things that would come up on them. We have seen him close down everything there is today. Now the devil's trying to close the churches to go along with it. What are we going to do about it? Let me tell you something. This time we go on our hands together and we pray a prayer of sincerity to God and ask for His power to overcome this before it's too late. So get tough. Come with somebody.
again, like to welcome everybody to our church and want you to feel right at home, enjoy God, and just uh, whatever the Spirit lays on you, just let me go ahead and do it. Praise God. But I don't want anybody questioning the Spirit this morning. Praise the Lord. I'm just loving God this morning. Enjoy that good singing, Brother Jimmy. Enjoy it, Brother Pete, the smell of it, all y'all that sung. We've enjoyed it in a special way. It, it stirred up the, the fire in my soul. Praise God. You would turn with me to the book of Timothy, 1 Timothy, for just a few moments. We're going to begin there, but we're going to go to another place. But this first scripture in, in uh, the fourth chapter of 1 Timothy has a great meaning. And as I begin to read it, I would if y'all would to pray with me and abide with me in this word. Lord God, listen to what it says. It says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared over the high law. Well, I read that, you know, and I thought, well, Lord, he said in the last days, these things will begin to happen. Well, evidently, we're in the last days. These oh, things will come, and they'll uh, come in such a way, praise God, that, uh, that God has said to us, how long shall I wait? How long shall I call about your name and you'll not listen? How long? Well, I will tell you this, as you study in the Word of God, you'll find there come a day when the Spirit of God will not deal with you ever again. Praise God. Turn with me to the book of Romans chapter 6 now. And let's see what it says then. And it says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Lord, have mercy upon the world today because it seems to be the going thing for sin to run rapid in the church. What do you say, brother? I said in the church, Lord God. We're glad to have you with us today, but we're more glad that Jesus is in the midst today. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, and the answer came from God himself in verse 2, where it said, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Lord, have mercy. When I remember the days when I got saved, I remember it so well because I became a new creature. Up to that point, I was a sinner in the worst way. I was a general in the devil's army. But praise God, when Jesus came in and saved my soul, he changed me from the old man that I was into the man that he wanted me to be. Praise God, and after these 38 years of carrying the gospel and preaching to up to a lot of all sinners and a lot of them getting saved and praise God. Uh, hallelujah. I'll just tell you one thing this morning. The very greatest pleasure that I have in this life today is to carry the gospel of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then know you not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus, were baptized into his death. Glory to God. In other words, when Jesus died on Calvary's tree, he died there for your sins and mine. Praise God. Not for the sinners that are uh, out there with their ears closed. Praise God. Yet if they'd open their ears, it'd be for them too. But praise God. Look at it now. And say, well, what is spreading this virus around the world today? Well, I'm going to tell you because of a 
my fleshly body could not do it. The only way that I can do it this morning is stand here and preach the word of God to you. To you, that you might hear the word, and because you hear the word, it'll set you free. Yeah. Well, what will? I've been baptized before. So what? <laughs> I've been to all before. So what? If you're not living it, you hadn't got it. Quite right, simple. If you're not living in the same condition that you're supposed to be in, you didn't get it. You got counterfeit. Is it too late? No, it's not too late. I got good news. It's not too late, church. Listen to me now. As long as you've got a breath in your body, Glory to God, and you've got a heartbeat in your body. you got time to come to this altar and sell out to God. Amen. Whoa, wait a minute. I did that before. No, you didn't do it before, and you'd still be saved. Glory to God. You would not be in a backslidden, lost condition, living in a world of sin, everything that your life Set up and for Christ is sin. You can forget being saved. You're not saved anything. I don't care how many times that I or Brother Jimmy or some other preacher in this church has left you in that pool back there. It don't make no difference. Now I'm going to tell you this. I believe if a person gets saved, they won't get baptized. But I tell you, the water will not do it. The water will not save you. It's got to be that repentant prayer, that born-again faith, that Lord God, that Jesus told Nicodemus about. He said, you must be born again. And Nicodemus was like some of you. You couldn't understand that because you heard it. And you couldn't understand it. But let us attend the church. Glory to God. Let me tell you soon again. Hallelujah. You have to be born into this world in a, in a water burst by your mom. Glory to God. But then after a time when the... The Lord carried you on up in age, and you came to age of accountability. You must be born again. Well, how you do that? Well, you got to come to Jesus with a broken heart and come to the Spirit. Come out on the name of the Lord, and you shall be saved, Lord God. you got to repent of the sin in your life, Lord God. you got to get away from that sin, separate yourself from it. Now, I can tell you, Brother Jimmy, after I went to all, if I went back to the bar, I'd have been lost.
much less to talk about and just take over me sometimes. I'm telling you that when you're saved, that flesh will have to get behind you. When you're born again by the Holy Ghost of God and that Spirit comes in you and washes you and that baptizes you with the Spirit, Lord God, you'll have to walk a different path. My, my, my. Well, Brother William, you just shut me up this morning. I hope I have. I hope you've heard enough this morning to know, praise God, to know that shout it out. If you're not saved, you need to be. Come on, Amen. Amen. If you're not saved, you need to be. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I'm going to that church. You know, I ain't bought to this church. Well, I'm going to tell you, if you still live in sin, you're a sinner. Oh, what did he say up there? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? In verse 1 of chapter 6 of the book of Romans. And what did God say? In the second verse, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Now then. Now then. Here we are with that crossroads of the sea. With that place, Brother Burns. You can then pray hard. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for well, how, how many things can you have in this small crowd? I don't know how many there are, but I know who they are. Well, are you going to go to No, I'm not going to. The Holy Ghost. He said, I will send the Holy Spirit upon them, and they shall be convicted, and they shall come to know my child, and they shall call out from the name of the Lord, and they shall be saved. Yeah. I can come and drag you out in the forest. Get you by the hand and drag you out in the floor and still is not safe. Yeah. I could have embarrassed you if you cried your eyeballs out. That would not safe. But when you come to Jesus this morning, especially by the old age of time, you'll be saved and saved forever. You'll and lead your whole life.